Hello everybody, my name is Ben Schluter and welcome to another episode of the Two Point Conversion as uh, LSU got another victory in an easy one. Kind of not really that shocking. Didn't I, I didn't even go to this one because the heat was so bad, but apparently 100,000 other people did. Right, that official attendance of 100,501 is totally real and not like 20,000 inflated at, mo uh, at minimum. Like, they didn't show many shots of the crowd. Although, alrighty, I don't normally complain about broadcasts, although I have done it in the past. This was absolutely dreadful, though. Legitimately hard to watch because of how bad it was, especially at the start. Especially at the start of the game, it was downright dreadful. It got marginally better as the game went on. But like, oh boy, like... There was an entire drive in which they didn't have the camera in focus. LSU had a drive where the camera was, like, out of focus for several plays. And I don't know how the heck that happened, but it did. They also didn't white balance the cameras that they were using at all. I get it's difficult to white balance. I know from experience because I was filming yesterday. It's why I didn't go to the game, because I felt terrible afterward. Like, I'm not going to go into that. Not going to go into that. That's not important. What's important is this game. Um, it, it just looked terrible. It looked so bad. And you got to do better. When they showed the announcers in the press box, it looked bad too. Because the light behind them, it was sunlight. I get that. You, It was so overpowering and bright. It was very bad. And then the announcers themselves weren't great. Like... The play-by-play -play guy was okay. He was fine. The color guy was terrible. He kept pronouncing Garrett Nussmeyer's name as Nussmeyer. He couldn't get the backup quarterback's name right. It's Nussmeyer. You've got to make sure that you get that from the official people. I understand when I've made mistakes myself. I've looked at official sources. I've been doing a lot more of that recently, and I don't know if that's on the official sheet, but like, why would it, and just a general question, I don't know why you think it would be long you. Like, if it were reasonably consistent with how normal letters work, you don't hear a long you before two S's. That's not normal. That's not how any of this works. Maybe you've met someone like that, but it was bad. He was like, he was very much talking like I do sometimes, which is like unsure of himself, which, hey, I get that. I really do. I'm unsure of myself a lot. But it was almost like he was, uh, it felt less prepared than I was expecting. Um, yeah. And again, I feel that, but you've had a week to prepare for that game. To get all the notes to be in meetings, I would expect a tad bit more. You're at practice. You're doing all this stuff. Like, it was just one of those things where if I were to do this, I would go back. If I were to hear all the stuff or read all the stuff online, I'd be like, okay, so what did I do wrong? And let's see what we can do for next time. You know? Use it as an improving moment. And boy, 
Speaking of things that we're improving, let's move into this game because LSU's offensive line has been doing that steadily every single week. Yes, LSU's offensive line, they look pretty good in this game. Granted, uh, they did have some moments where things kind of broke down, uh, though it didn't help that those usually happened. Uh, like, there was maybe one or two times where the pressure came in instantly. But, like, New Mexico had four sacks, and one of those, like, was... I have clear memory. Daniels didn't have enough time because... Everyone was covered. It was a clear covered sack. He was looking down the field, making his progressions. He stepped up in the pocket, trying to get somewhere, and he couldn't. It just collapsed in around him. That was good defense, not bad offensive line. Hey, it happens. The offensive line did a great job of actually getting yards, or I'm sorry, getting LSU in position to gain yards. Finished the game with, and I'm taking out sacks from these numbers because that's how I do things. Sacks are not rushes. Why are they included in rushing numbers? That's stupid. LSU had 231 yards on 37 carries. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, and it helped because LSU found very good rhythm through tempo. Uh, the use of the run game. They were calling better plays, apparently. I couldn't really tell because I'm not a person who knows how plays work, but they looked better. Getting Jack Besh more involved, which they had to because Kayshawn Booty was out because of being a father, which is, that's a reasonable reason to not be in a game. Make your a new father. Good for him, again. So uh, they stepped it up, used Besh, which, again, gotta use Besh more as a receiver. So, you know, good to get him a little bit more acquainted with uh, Jaden Daniels. Um, LSU did have some issues on third down. They were 7 of 13 on third down. Um, again, UNM has a stingy third down defense, though they haven't really played anybody of match of quality. Um, Rocky Long is defensive coordinator. He's been well known for being pretty good there, and uh, they brought some good pressures. Yeah. Um, the main things that were concerning to me were... The fact that Jaden Daniels and Armani Goodwin each left the game with injuries. Jaden Daniels had a back injury. They didn't put him back in the game because it was, what, 24 nothing at that point? Either 17 nothing or 24 nothing at that point. So it really didn't matter in terms of the result, necessarily. Um, Armani Goodwin going out wasn't great, but Noah Kane, he stepped up in his place, showed up, and showed out. Hard runner, um... Barrels down, I did a preview on him, so, like, this is kind of the stuff that he was doing at Penn State, and he's now showing it here at LSU, so, that's always a good sign, but yeah, LSU put up how many yards of offense? Oh, just your standard old-fashioned 633, with 414 passing yards, 28 first downs, absolutely dominated, haven't, uh, LSU hasn't put up 600 yards since the national championship season. So that's a good thing, I guess. Although, again, New Mexico really, really did not... They just weren't talented at all. And even when LSU had taken their foot off the gas, they were still running the ball right up the gut, and it worked. And, uh, yeah. Offense just looked really good, and it'll be interesting to see what they look like next week because it'll depend on whether Nussmeier is in or H. Daniels. Um, yes. By the way, 
do believe that all the touchdowns came on the ground. But, of course, I am often wrong. Yeah, that's right. Nussmeyer did throw a touchdown pass. It was late in the game. Um, I was half paying attention by the end of the game, as were probably most fans. Because, like, it was just dominance. Um, Brief note on the special teams front. Uh, You know, good kickoff coverage. I mean, LSU only kicked the ball off on the opening kickoff. That was the only kickoff. I'm sorry. No. That wasn't. I was talking about, when I put my notes together, kickoff coverage for returning for LSU. Yeah, yeah, New Mexico only kicked the ball off once. Really nothing much to see there. Uh, For actually doing the defense part of it, did a pretty good job. Didn't let anything get too far. Um, So that's good. Kickoffs are also really stupid and random. So there's that. Uh, Punt coverage, I'll start defensively. Did a good job there. I mean, New Mexico's got a pretty good... uh, Oh, no, wait. My head is a little bit off because this game was so boring and stupid. Seriously, this game was that boring where it's like, I don't even know what to talk about here. Um, so yeah. Hey, no punts got blocked. The Lobos, they didn't go anywhere. I mean, if you want to talk about returns, actually. Jack Besh, he took the spot of return man and he did a damn good job. So he might have that role next week. He broke one off. For a touchdown, that ended up getting called back for a block in the back. Or, I'm sorry, a blindside block, not a block in the back. Um, And Brian Kelly was heated about it. And he was not happy after the game either. Because, you know, um, punt returns are rare. They're a really good thing to help you get fired up. Uh, Hey, it's a good sign of special team success. Also, the drive that we had that on ended in a missed field goal because of stupid penalties. Stupid penalties. Yes, that's right. Your fun ones. Had a holding call that pushed it back to first and goal, uh, that pushed back the first and goal, and then on a originally touchdown, uh, pass interference on the offense. Pick plays, man. Uh, so yeah, that ended, that ended badly because... Jane Daniels then took a sack, and then on the 38-yard field goal, Ramos missed it. He was on the far right hash mark, and he couldn't hook it. So that wasn't fun. Uh, luckily, none of the kicks have been blocked because they've been getting better at the whole blocking things. But yeah, uh, so, by the way, after the game, Kelly was asked about it, and he basically said that um, if that's the way they're going to call the blindside block penalty, it'll eliminate the punt return. Um... I'm not going to pretend I'm an expert on that subject. So I'm not going to comment except for, eh, it did kind of look a little bit, it looked a little soft for that kind of a call, but I'll need to see like the whole reasoning behind it and how they tend to um, officiate that and the reasonings behind why they want to officiate it that way. So the reasoning behind why it was called in terms of the rule book, and then what it used to be like, and then why they changed it. You know, those kinds of things. Those are important to look at. But yeah. Finally, let's talk about defense, and then we can get out of here quickly, because, okay, talking for 10 minutes, fine. This isn't quickly like five minutes, but you know, still, relatively speedily. Major Burns is out for three to six weeks. He has a neck injury. He didn't play. Uh, BJ Ojolari, he also didn't play. 
rest is what I heard. I haven't really heard much else about this. Um, so we'll see what happens with him. It didn't really matter. LSU's defense absolutely... Like, they just took New Mexico and they destroyed them. Shut them out. Shut them down. First shutout that LSU's had since 2018. That was against Southeastern. They're in the FCS. So, that's not really fair. Because they didn't have the same number of scholarships. So, if we want to actually go to an FBS team, you got to go all the way back to a year prior when LSU shut out um, BYU. That was in the Superdome. If you want the last time LSU shut out an FBS team in Tiger Stadium, got to go all the way back to 2014 when LSU shut out ULM. So that's pretty good. I mean, there's really not much to complain about on the defensive side because LSU held uh, New Mexico to 88 total yards. They were 1 for 10 on third downs. They had two first downs in the entire game. I don't know what there is to say, except Harold Perkins is still a beast. Like, he's really good. Um, Like, you had Harold Perkins out there beasting. Uh, Who was the guy that I was thinking of? Who's... Oh, yeah, Seven Banks, by the way. He got his first snaps. Um, That was important, actually. Uh, You had Greg Brooks. He was playing really well. Uh, Just the whole defense looked really good. Again, yeah, New Mexico isn't really that great, but it's still nice to see the defense dominate when they're expected to. Like, I think that's all, like, I know there's really not that much deep insight into saying, yeah, they dominated, because when you look at the numbers, they kind of tell you exactly what what you saw when you watched the game, which is, yeah, the defense completely and thoroughly beasted. They feasted on New Mexico the entire game, never let them get anything going. Um, yeah. So I really don't know what else to say on that front. So that's going to do it for this episode of the Two Point Conversion. Um, next week, LSU plays Auburn. Wonder who the starting quarterback's going to be. Going to really be interesting. But um, yeah. So if you enjoyed this, um, share it with some other people if you think they will. If you want to find me on Twitter or Instagram, my um, things, that's right, handles, those are in the description below. There will be a two-point conversion coming out tomorrow after the Saint, uh, the day after today's Saints-Panthers matchup. Boy, am I worried we're going to lose this one because the guys that we have inactive include Marcus May and Taysom Hill. Fun. Oh, and Deontay Hardy. So who the heck is returning punts? fun but uh yeah so um hope you have a good rest of your day i've been ben schluter this has been the two-point conversion until tomorrow bye bye